Welcome to Chewing the Fruit. I'm Jules. And I'm Bex. Join us every other Sunday for rants, pants, and all things big girl pants. Bex, how are you? Yeah, really good. Glad to be catching up as always. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Can't can't complain. Yeah, it feels as if I feel like it's a quick year already. I'm like it's March. The day yeah, after. it's flying. Like, Merry Christmas. Positive though, I was out with the dog this morning and the little flowers were starting to just poke through. I thought spring's on the way. You can notice it. Like a couple of times, I've made the poor decision to look out the window and be like, "Oh." Don't need a jacket. Get outside. Yes, you do need a jacket because it's not the back spring yet. It's February. Yeah. <laughs> We're not quite there. We're on the way, though. Um, yeah. But looking forward to this one today um, because we've both read Atomic Habits, haven't we? I'm sure we made notes on it loads of times. It's a book that if you haven't read it, you listen it or heard about it or you know, have an idea of what we're talking about. Um, but we're going to talk about a couple of concepts in that for helping people implement habits and behaviours, aren't we? Yeah, I think, like you say, if you've not read Atomic Habits, read it. I would genuinely say Atomic Habits is one of the books that changed my life, like that dramatic. And anybody that's ever done coaching or had any sort of conversation with me, I've probably recommended it to you because it is an absolutely phenomenal book and I think to explain what atomic habits is and this is exactly what we're going to talk about today it's the tiny habits it's not the something you do that's huge atomic habits are habits boiled down to the very very small tiny habits and decisions that you make and it's actually it's the tiny things done repetitively over time that change your life yeah and in terms of like who should read the book or listen to it, because it'll be on audiobook as well. We will come across it because obviously we do like coaching and we've been in mentorships and from a business perspective, some people might have listened in or read it from like a fitness habit perspective. But I would argue that it could probably benefit every single person who wants to streamline the life and just be, you know, a little bit more efficient. Everybody, because it talks about lots of different topics. So it's not business related, the book. It's not fitness related. It's, you could apply all of these situations because he uses a lot of real life situations. You could apply these situations to absolutely anything. So yeah, I would say anybody that's looking to improve their life, feel happier and achieve more, Atomic Habits is your next read. Yeah, absolutely. But for the purpose of this pod, obviously we're talking, you know, about women's health, fitness, feeling good. So we are going to talk a little bit about decisive moments in your day, your week, your life even, little moments in time that can have a, a huge impact either positively or negatively on how you're going to move forward and stay um, consistent with your goals. It's a wee bit like that. Have you heard of the butterfly effect? Yeah. Like the flap of a butterfly's wing can have a knock-on effect that in the end generates a tsunami. And that's what it is. It's what do you decide in that tiny moment that then sets you on a different path throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the year? Those tiny little decisive moments. 
And like I say, there's going to be some in every single person's like hour, day, week, whatever it is. Some will be really obvious to you, where you'll be able to look and be like, right, that's a biggie. And others, you might not even realise the impact that that decision is then going to have. So an example that we were chatting about before we went live was, for instance, you have an intention to go to bed at a reasonable hour tonight because you know you function better when you've had seven or eight hours sleep. So you've got every intention that tonight you're going to go to bed at nine o'clock and you're going to get off your phone, you're going to sleep. Then you're watching something on telly and they say, if you want to catch next week's episode first, head to iPlayer, it's there now, ready to go. That moment is your decisive moment. Are you going to just get your ass to bed like you intended because you know the positive impact that's going to have? Or are you going to make that decision in that moment to just stay up an extra hour and watch the next episode and have an hour's less sleep tomorrow? And what can feel like such a just a nothing of a decision, it's decisive because of how it's going to then impact tomorrow, the choices that you're going to make. So with that example... If you are tired tomorrow, how is that going to affect the time you get up? Are you going to get up where you've got plenty of time or are you going to hit snooze and stay in bed and be rushing about? Are you going to have the energy to do the walk or the workout that you had planned tomorrow or will you be knackered and decide even not to do it or kind of half-ass it? And obviously we know when we're underslept, it's going to impact things like our ability to stay within a calorie deficit because we're going to be hungry. So our body's going to produce the hunger hormone and we're going to feel less focused and like we give less of a shit about our goals because we're tired. So that one moment, that one decisive moment of do we watch the next episode or do we wait till next week, that can have a huge knock-on impact of what you're going to do tomorrow and what you're going to achieve and whether you're going to be on track with the consistent things you try to do to achieve your long-term goals. And it's a bit like most people that have been coached by us will understand this. When you think about breakfast in the morning, you're in the kitchen, do you grab a bit of toast or do you boil a couple of eggs? And it's a, such a small decision, but everyone, everyone will say this to you because everyone says this to me and I recognise this when I do it myself. Oh, just couldn't get to my protein goal today. Like I had a really good lunch, loads of protein in it, 35 grams of protein in my dinner. I had a protein shake and what stopped you because you didn't get a head start on it at breakfast that decisive moment at breakfast you're putting yourself on the back foot so actually how do you want to set up your day do you want to be hungry the rest of the day do you want to be trying to catch up with that protein goal and it's that decisive moment right at the start of the day that determines how the whole rest of your day is going to go nutrition wise so actually yeah it's just breakfast but it's just breakfast that's going to have a knock-on effect to everything else you eat, how hungry you are, and how you feel for the rest of the day. And I literally had that this morning. So I went to the gym, and on my way back, I was starving, and my brain was like, oh, I'll just grab a big bowl of shredded wheat and then go and crack on my more work. And then this little voice was like, are you though? Is that a good idea to just have the shredded wheat and not bother thinking about anything else to do with my diet? So I didn't, like I took the extra five minutes and I scrambled up some eggs and chucked a bit of salmon and some avocado on a bit of bread and had that thinking, 
we we all know that that choice is what's going to keep me satisfied till the next time I can eat, which today is not till probably about three o'clock. But that's going to be fine because I've just had that substantial breakfast with loads of protein in that took me an extra five minutes that I didn't necessarily fancy. I probably just wanted to grab the cereal. But that decision's now going to make sure that I'm on track for the rest of the day. Matthew McConaughey calls it green lights. So you're green lighting yourself. So think about like a big road, hundreds of traffic lights. And if where you live is anything like mine, there's traffic lights, I think, every about three feet for 19 miles. You've got to go through 35,000 sets of traffic lights. But you know when you hit a green one and 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 you're like, woo, and you're right to your destination. No bother, no hassle. But then what if it goes the other way? And every light you get to, red light, red light, red light. Oh, the frustration. It's taken you 10 times as long to get to the same place. Your stop, start, stop, start. So think about these decisive moments. What do you want to do for yourself for the rest of the day, rest of the week, rest of the year? Do you want to green light yourself so that you just fly right through this journey? Or do you want to be hitting red and amber lights the whole way? And that's what your decisive moment is all about. It's that choice in that one moment. How is that going to knock on to the rest of the day or week? And some of them, like we say, are going to be dead obvious, like that sitting down and going, do I watch this episode or don't I? That's quite an obvious moment. But it might be that you need to look at what your desired outcome is and then go back from that and kind of unpick it right back to the point that is the decisive moment. So... What I mean by that is if you say, right, I've been off the ball with nutrition lately. This week, I'm going to commit to having at least five fruit and veg a day. I really need to get my shit together with my nutrition. So if you don't fill your fruit bowl, that's not going to happen because you're not going to have access to the things that you need to go and snack on fruit instead of some other shit that's in the cupboard. So what do you have to do in order for the fruit bowl to be full? You're going to need to do the shopping. You're either going to need to go or you're going to need to do an online shop. So what do you do to make that a smooth transaction? So you're going to need a shopping list. You're going to need to look at how much fruit you need, what fruit you're interested in. So then you're going to need to look at your plan for the week. Where are you on what days? What is it that you're doing? So ultimately, the main decisive moment is you sitting down on the Sunday with your whiteboard, having a look at your week ahead, you know, when are you at work, when are you at home, what commitments have you got, and drafting out your week in terms of what you're going to be eating. Then you can do your shopping list. Then you can get to the shop. Then you can fill the fruit bowl. So the decisive moment is on the Sunday, not thinking, oh, I can't be bothered, I'll wing it. It's thinking, no, I'm going to sit my ass down for 10 minutes and have a look at how my week looks and what I need to do to make it work for me. And that's, it's like setting a foundation. Like if you think about, right, three o'clock in the afternoon, you're in the office, you're just starving. You go to the vending machine and you think, should I have a packet of crisps and a bar of chocolate? That's not your decisive moment. What you've done is you have set yourself up to put yourself in that position. Yeah. Not having the protein at breakfast by not getting to bed the night before. So your decisive moments are the things that set you up to not even have to make the hard decisions. So what can you do? How do you take it all the way back? So dial it, like you say, dial it all the way back, right? If I don't want to, just pick at the biscuits in the cupboard. Well, you've got to have another option there. But how do you get another option there? You've got to get the shops. 
how do you get the shops? You've got to plan it on a Sunday. So take it all the way back. What is it? Right back to the foundations. They're your foundational decisions. And the decisive moment, I guess, when you talk about it like that, is the one that's led by logic. So when you're starving and it's three o'clock and you're standing at the vending machine, you, you can make a decision there, obviously, but that decision's already being impacted by the fact that you're hungry and you're craving things and you're making a decision there based on, like, emotion and impulse on your hunger, whereas the decisive moment, like you've said, is is way back when, of, like, go to bed early so you get up early in order to pack your packed lunch so you didn't have to stand at that vending machine in the first place. So that's what we're talking about, isn't it? Like, the root behind the outcome that you want what's the root behavior that's going to get us to that outcome like you say kind of as easily and smoothly as possible with all those green lights taking all the hurdles out the way i suppose it's the difference between being reactive and being proactive so don't wait until you're in the situation that you're already stressed out or you're starving or you're shattered that things like you're just reacting to the situation be proactive about it before you feel the need to make an impulsive decision, look ahead. How can I make my day easier? How can I make my week easier? How can I make this year easier? And do you know what it's kind of like? It's a wee bit like, you know, when people have got three weeks to the going holiday and they're like, oh, I, I don't feel in good enough shape. Oh, I'm not confident. I don't. And they start, they're like, they've got to do really extreme things or they feel like they need to do really extreme things to go on holiday feeling really good about themselves. That's a reactive decision. A proactive decision is just now, while it's still freezing cold outside, thinking, you know what? I'm going to think more about my health and my wellness, my training and my nutrition, and I'm going to do something about it now while I've got lots of time where I can make sensible, logical, informed decisions rather than reacting to the pre-holiday three weeks to go panic and then making a poor decision putting yourself in a rubbish diet that's extreme and just doesn't serve you in the long term what serves yeah. you in the long term and I think just to kind of round up what I was pondering then people who I deal with who are like for instance like with snacking and stuff a lot of the time you get I just can't not do it like I know I don't want to I'm trying not to but then like I just do it and I always go back and say, right, let's look at the behaviours and everything and, that led up to that. And you can always pull out that decisive moment. So a lady I've got in my head, I just she's she's like, I didn't want to, but I ended up binging on X, Y and Z because I was so hungry when I got in from work. And I was saying to her, because you are choosing to let yourself get to that point of irrational emotion fueled hunger when what I do is make the decision to put a banana and apple in my van so that when I get out the gym like from teaching from work and I'm starving I'm driving home eating that fruit that was the decision so that when I get in I'm no longer in that state where I'm going to open the cupboard or the fridge and do that snacking that you're saying you've got no control over you haven't got control over it because you've now let yourself get past the point of like logic, manageable hunger. But the the issue was that you just thought, oh, fuck it, I'll just off a go for my day. It doesn't matter whether I've got any snacks for the afternoon or you have to look at your behavior, sort of, and your triggers 
and go, what can I put in place to manage these? And for me, that's as simple as having an apple and banana in my glove box that's going to, that 200 calories on the way home is going to stop me eating 600 calories while my tea's cooking. Uh, that's exactly it. What can I put in place to manage my behaviours? And it's thinking ahead. Like, if you know that you get in from work and you're starving and you raid the cupboard and eat four biscuits while you're waiting on your dinner to cook, what can you put in place today to manage that tomorrow? It's about looking ahead. It's about preparation. Look ahead, knowing yourself, knowing you're going to do that. So what can today you, this morning you, do for you tomorrow or you later today? Yeah. Bravo. Love that one. Dead simple, in it? But sometimes we even need, like, a reminder of just simple stuff. Yeah, absolutely. But if anybody hasn't read Atomic Habits, absolutely go and read it. It is just absolute gold. Whole book. Yeah. Just, it's James Clear. James Clear is the author. There's an Instagram that I follow that comes out with some banging little quotes. At least once a week. I get one. I share it in my members group. And they have a daily email as well, which, again, has a good little bit of gold in it. So, yeah, if you're looking to finally get to grips with your habits, that's a great start, isn't it? Yes, 10 out of 10 recommended. But, Bex, it was awesome to chat with you, and I will speak to you very soon. ta -ra!